Hello and welcome to the Tangents Podcast with Colleen and Mike. Episode number four. Yes! I just butchered that intro, but it doesn't matter. It's fine. It'll be <laughs> one in many butch- butcherings of yeah, intros. Yeah, exactly. Um, how are you, Colleen? I'm good, Mike. How are you? Uh, I already complained yesterday about being tired. I'm not going to do this again. <laughs> because you know the memes. Like, how you're not tired, I'm always tired. I think, I think we should have a thing where I complain in the last episode. Because they don't know when we're recording these. They'll never find out. Except for I mean, the fact that he just did. Yeah, we. It's, it's not like you keep posting stories. Yeah. Whenever we're recording, I so it's, it is it really that hard to tell? <laughs> is it? So how was your day? Yeah, it was good. It was good. That half a day was training at work, doing software architecture. Ooh, Somebody, smart guy. Somebody's smart, getting smarter. Somebody's a smart ass. Then, <laughs> yeah, catching up on work. Then I guess I just came here. Straight after work. Mm. How was your day? You say you were quite busy. Oh, I was... There were a lot of a lot of things happening. First of all, my dog got sick a couple of days ago, really bad. And How I is had it, by to, the way? Uh, he's better. He's still... <laughs> he's not splatter shotgun shitting everywhere, <laughs> but <laughs> at least he's not blood shitting. Um, yeah, he has he has a poopies. Um, I, has I can only see a lot of people just scrolling their eyes saying you don't care about the dog. Yeah, like, well, a lot of people say that about you and the dog. They don't they know. They did, him. but they don't know. Mike me. loves his dog. I love my dog, and my dog's name is Loki, by the way. Uh, ask me about my dog. I'll send you pictures. I have many of belly scratches and stuff. Um, he's a cute little pop hair. Yeah, he is. Three months old. Um, he's fine now. He's he, he's Shout a lot better. Loki. He's still not 100% with there, but what? Shout out to Loki. Oh, yeah. Um, so he was constantly begging for attention today then i had a lot of things to catch up on work because i have the next three days off and i needed to get some shit done Uh, i took them off to do other work (laughs) uh part of which is this um what else the then my neighbor called me up because her internet wasn't working and i had to spend one maybe one and a half hours doing that your friendly neighborhood it guy yeah i had to do four different phone calls to people to help me to get the internet working yes yeah i remember doing that it's, they were it's... actually quite helpful like i they dread were... i dread calling to support just because of all the memes of have you tried to yeah. plug it and unplug it but yeah. they were actually helpful they, they were helpful stuff. i found out that there's a difference between dynamic ip and pppoe whatever the hell those things are yeah uh and apparently on her internet provider you need pppoe because it's a username and password thing whatever yeah that's the only thing i know about that one you need username and password the the thing was two phone calls were that but two phone calls were a friend of mine who does networks and i was like dude can you help me configure this shit (laughs) please i feel dumb help me yeah um but i love i love how she's she has nothing to do with IT or computers. So she's like, what? But you're a computer guy. You can fix it. Like, this is basic stuff. And I'm like, how would you I know? I have no idea. <laughs> what isn't it? Isn't it funny when you have to explain people like, uh, yeah, I am a IT person, but not that kind of, of computer guy. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that like I work on front end web development and people are like, oh, sweet. You make my website. And I'm like, that's, I could it's not what I do at my main job. I don't make websites. I make web apps. And there's a just a slight difference between those two things, I guess. But it's still annoying when people ask you for that. Because it's like, just just use Wix or Squarespace or WordPress. Today's episode sponsored by <laughs> Wix, Squarespace, WordPress. <laughs> Squarespace. Definitely Squarespace. They're sponsoring half of YouTube. 
Yeah, they were sponsoring Wisecrack for a while. Half of YouTube them don't start naming channels. Unless you want to shout out channels. Well, that's, that's, Wisecrack. That's allowed. Like, shout out to Wisecrack. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, I think you came prepared with a topic today. I came prepared with a topic. Well, I... E I said we could start talking about a thing that will lead us into tangents. Let's see if that works. Yeah, hopefully. So the story is, and I think I already told you this one, is about Russ. If anybody out there knows. R-U-S-S? R-U-S-S. All right. The artist. Okay. There's a Never close, heard of him? Never heard of him? You should You told out. me a couple of times and I still forgot to check him out. Uh, you need better memory. My brain works, yeah. yeah. My memory's fried. You need Lechitina. <laughs> and... <laughs> Yeah. What was I going with this? Yeah, there's a cool story about this guy. The main thing about him is that he started independently mm -hmm. and he refused getting signed by any major record labels mm -hmm. until he actually got leverage. Define leverage. Leverage. He In got, this case. He has his own following, right? So the story goes like this. He mm -hmm. started, I think it was three or four years ago. Now I'm right. sure on that. But he started out by posting one song every week. Okay. And obviously those could be good songs, they could be bad songs, it's one every week, it is what it is. But he started doing that and he just kept at it and just kept at it even if he didn't get any feedback, following, whatever you want to call it. But he just stuck to it. And now he has like, I don't know. So he was just throwing music out there for yeah, people to listen to Yeah, he was just consistently it. doing that, that was yeah. the whole thing. And now he eventually signed with the record label, I'm not sure which one, it's not important. All right. But the idea is he's everybody hates him for this because Go usually on. usually on record label sales of signatures, contracts, yeah. contracts, you get like I think the example he gave was with one hundred Ks. One hundred K? Ks. What's that? Thousands. Dollar. Oh right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very tired. You could tell. And the first thing he says, like when you sign the contract, you think you have one hundred K. But then about thirty Case go to your manager and agent agent. Yeah. And this is all before taxes and another stuff. And you basically by the end of it you have like maybe 40 Ks. Yeah, so I remember we talked about this and I told I mentioned that Joe Rogan talked about this. It's in one podcast at some point. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's familiar, this concept to me. So he didn't sign one of those. He didn't in the beginning. Now okay. he did he did. Because there are advantages of signing a record label, obviously, just okay. about distribution of music and whatever. Yeah. Because I'm not a music guy. But the main point about it is he keeps telling everybody you need to start your own work, you do your thing, go through the hustle of it, it's well worth it, and don't mm -hmm. sign anything until you have something you can bring to the table. All right. Okay. So that ties into us how? That ties into <laughs> us trying to get this podcast out because... I'm keep telling people like, what is it all about? And like, it's just the two of us talking shit, and it's probably shit for now. That what is I the do. purpose of life? What is the purpose of life? <laughs> We're going there, but um, to be continued. Yeah. Um, what was it going with us? <laughs> We're gonna answer that in a different episode. <laughs> the point is. It, we're just in the beginning of this podcast, right? And right. although people do say we have good chemistry, this is from years of being friends. Mm -hmm. The podcast itself doesn't hasn't found its own dynamic, right? Yeah, we're just right. in the fourth episode right now, and we're still searching for this whatever yeah. elusive thing that we want to do with this podcast. Right. And this is how they, these two tie up. Mm -hmm. Because, for instance, we talked yesterday after recording the podcast about the hike. Because we spent yeah. way too much time. I mean, not way too much time, in our opinion, but a lot of time just about that one. Yeah. And 
So there were a few people who, who told me. The, the few the people thing, yeah. that listened to the episode told me, like, oh, you guys spent, like, it was fine, but you spent too much time talking about that. So yeah, like, we yeah, expected that. We, we did. We did. We did. We thought the same. You're not, you're not alone in your, in your, <laughs> in your thoughts. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're still trying to find our way through this nebulous thing, I guess. Yeah. We're going to try different formats. We're going to see how we, how each one will go. Yeah. Like the point of it was just, we're going to go on random stories, mm-hmm. but then in this case, just thing just happened and want to say, okay, why not? immortalize it in one episode just for the sake of because yeah, we have a podcast and we can do the episode it. about that thing exactly and then like three random tiny things <laughs> at the end <laughs> just to keep it like this is still tangents with colleen and mike yeah exactly. <laughs> it's not a different podcast about hiking no 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 definitely not yeah but also maybe you can sell this to the audiences we've decided a sort of schedule yes so we have decided um probably doing two episodes a week so we're right now recording the second episode of this week um and we thought maybe something like monday morning and uh either thursday or friday morning i don't know i got a a lot of good feedback from people from monday morning because a lot of people just are probably not immediately in the morning but um sorry did i say friday morning monday morning right so yeah, I said, said Monday morning. I said Monday morning. Okay, Monday right. Morning. My head, my it's been a long day. So Monday morning to release because a lot of people go into the flow by Monday afternoon of working. So then they have just something to listen to in the background. And then I don't know what, what a good day for a second episode is during the week. I'm guessing Thursday because Friday people are probably like, I just want the work, the work week to end. Just want to get just, out of the yeah, house. They're probably not going to, yeah, they're just going to focus on finishing shit quickly and getting out of the office. Getting on with their lives. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So probably Thursday morning. Probably Thursday. Know. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how it works out. And Tuesday and Wednesday are just too close to Monday. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> duh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that happens. So like the, 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 the Russ guy thing is interesting because we're pretty much doing the same thing. We're just kind of making episodes. It's fun. I got a lot of people saying like, wow, shit, the third episode already? Well, you guys move fast. And I'm like, dude, yeah, for I those could who do don't this know, every evening. <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know, we record everything in one sitting. Yeah, we do. Is that an interesting fact to share? I guess I mean, it is. Some, yeah. I guess people don't know this, so why not? Because usually when you have professional productions, you have editing yeah. and montages and whatnot, and we just... Yeah, spit so everything out and then record and post it. And listeners, that. Uh, fans, people listening to this, uh, trust me, we recorded in one go. <laughs> um, then without we, breaks, yeah, without breaks. Then we do very minimal post production of just like some basic shit, like noise, redu- uh, noise, noise reduction and compression and shit like that. And then that's it. It's, there's no cutting, there's no patching together, there's no glue, there's no nothing. It's just one go and whoop-de-doo, episode out. And, and then I'm really impressed by Podbeans because the service reason, shout out to Podbeans. This episode brought to you by Podbeans, your pod number one podcast thing. Yeah. That's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> it is brought to you by Podbeans. It, it, <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It's 100% doing that. Yeah, but, but they're really cool. Uh, because I upload the file, I write the shit, and then it's boom, it's up. It's up on their platform instantly. Uh, and then it's distributed automatically to all the other things. And Spotify is so cool because I initially thought they distributed like I because I uploaded I always upload it in, in like late evening. Uh, and then 
I know I don't I check it like for an hour and then I forget and then I check it in the morning and it's like oh it's there but then the last episode we did I think you left here and then half an hour later I refreshed Spotify and it was there it yeah was like, Spotify trusts awesome. us now yeah Spotify's we Spotify's have a re- cool. relationship with Spotify and then the others depend like I don't know Apple Podcasts did it the day after uh Google still hasn't I mean last I checked earlier today uh but come know. on Google allow us allow <laughs> us to be out there people love us yeah Maybe. I so here's the tangent. I love because you mentioned Google, and I instantly thought about that that cliche thing of all like big st- startup, well, big now corporate then startups like Google, Apple, Amazon that they all start in the garage and shit. And it's so funny that I don't have a garage, but we're in a small room in my in my house. You need to get a garage. <laughs> yeah, I do need to get a garage. Maybe the acoustic would be better than the stupid it's room. It's definitely because of the acoustics. I'm, <laughs> exactly. I'm sure Google won't be what it is now if it wasn't one for the acoustics. Exactly, man. Exactly. But yeah, that's cool. So, I don't know. That was always an impressive thing. That I think there's a photo online of maybe four, at least four different garages. They were like the famous ones. So, like the Google garage, the Apple garage, the Amazon, Amazon one. And something else? I'm not sure. of. Oh. It's not Uber, it's not it's eBay, not Facebook, it's not Facebook, it's, well, Facebook, PayPal? No, PayPal was Elon Musk. Yeah, but I don't, I'm not I don't sure. think it was enough. Yeah. I'm not sure what the fourth one was. Have you seen The Social Network? The movie yeah. about Facebook, yeah, yeah, I did. That's a really good movie. It was a good movie. Yeah. A lot of people were very, like it had really good critical acclaim or whatever you call it, but it was good. There's a whole, um, there's a YouTube channel called Lessons from the screenplay. Okay, I know that one. Yeah, and they have a whole thing about how good the pacing of the movie is and how good like the music to, uh, ties into everything and the ambiance and the way they... It's just so good. And I really like it. And I oftentimes when I code, I, I put in the, the soundtrack for that movie. That I, know, I don't remember it's the really soundtrack. The first, the first song is a bit annoying because there's a huge buildup, like a two-minute buildup out of a three or four-minute song. But then, okay. but then afterwards, it gets really good. It's very, it's, okay. it's, it's kind of suspenseful in a way. I feel like pacing in a movie is like really overlooked. Yeah. And you know which movie I really hated just because of the pacing? Uh-oh. So Go you on. have movies that are just pure action nonstop, like... Uh, like any Marvel movie? Any oh, Marvel. I went there. Oh my God. <laughs> the... I hate them. Not Need for Speed, the one with the cars. Am I having like... Memory. Oh, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. The the latest Fast and Furious are all the same thing. But the one... They're the same movie. (laughs) Yeah, but in the beginning, they weren't quite like that. But then Mm -hmm. by the time... Last one, which Paul Walker was still in, I think that was the last one I saw. Fourth one, maybe? I don't remember. That one was just started to be like that. But the one I really hated because I didn't really understand why it was was like that. Mm -hmm. It was Frozen. Frozen? Frozen. Wait... How did we get from Fast and Furious to Frozen? Uh, pacing. Oh, okay. So, okay. There's no correlation between them. No, it's, okay, no I'm just talking movies. about... I'm just saying for those I've movies, you kind of can understand. Seen Frozen. That's the one with the, the Honor Build a Snowman, right? Yeah. To uh, let it go. Uh, and let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah Exactly. Okay. I've never seen it. So There's I've a saw, second one, isn't there? There is a second one. I have not seen the second I one. I haven't seen any of them. The first one I saw because my mother wanted to see it and... Me, uh, me her, and... and movie. Exactly. <laughs> me, her, and my brother, we just spent one evening and looked at that and I... I could not wrap oh, my hand. Why is this movie her, so my fast-paced? Bro- me, it's my just brother, about and I. Look, shit, never mind. Yeah, I was gonna correct you, but I fucked it up. Okay, do it again. <laughs> Say uh, it. my 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 brother, my mother, and I, instead of me, my whatever. Dude. Okay, sorry, you're, you're right. Okay, what was the last part? Yeah. 
and never understood why that movie has to be so fast-paced. It's the child movie. It's fast-paced? It's really fast How long is it? It's a normal movie, I think, about two hours. Two hours. And so they okay. had time to pace it normally. Yeah, but it just felt to me like it was really fast-forwarded for some weird reason. Huh. Do you remember when movies used to be an hour and a half and they had like really good pacing? Do you remember when movies used to be three hours and they had slow pacing? Do you remember when movies used to be good? <laughs> I think a certain a certain 2008 movie called Iron Man ruined all of that. Yeah, you're, that's you're, fine. You have, that's an fine. Old, you have a vendetta today, don't you? I have a vendetta have a with, mission. with Marvel movies because they're... Okay. The first Iron Man, I get it, that it was revolutionary, that it did all the things of a modern movie that it's nowadays and whatnot. But all the other Marvel movies were just the same movie. It's the same. Don't don't at me on this internet. It's the same freaking movie. It's the same like plot, the same pacing, the exact same like elements in the movie, the same like the acts and everything. They all they're all they follow the exact same path. I think that's why I love uh what's what's his name dan Harmon, the guy the co-creator of rick and morty yeah dan Harmon. i don't, I want to go into how much i love rick and morty and how much probably most of y'all love rick and morty but you know he has a story structure uh i remember hearing something about yeah, it. yeah it's like a circle it's like a full circle or something and it's it, i don't know if it's anything that ties into the hero's journey or something yeah it's the hero's journey i think it is basically a hero's journey that it's from like books or something i mean i'm not sure i don't have it in front of me right story now but... about the hero's journey but that's the thing. I don't um, remember if it was something that was new and innovative about his circle thing, or if it's so if it's something like different and that's why they're good, or if it's something that's extremely easy to follow and like a, a typical thing that makes it so good. Because I know that people, I've heard people criti- like positively criticize, like you know, talk about it that it's Critiquing. good. Yeah, it's good. But then. If it's typical, then surely a lot of other things should follow the same pattern, but a lot of other things suck. I, it definitely has a structure to it, because I, I remember seeing some interviews with them about Rick yeah. and Morty, and I know they discussed about the main plot line, the secondary story that's happening, so yeah, there's definitely a structure to it. I, I'm guessing it follows the hero's journey, but then again, almost every story humankind puts out there, it's, it's just following it's the, much the hero's journey. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. I just the Marvel movies. Just at some point, I'd go into the cinemas and they'd be like, "This, this. First of all, this feels familiar. The plot, like, okay, some of the movies had good plots. Some of them were better than others. Like, I don't know. Yes, I agree. Infinity Game was Infin. No, uh, Infinity War. Infinity War is what was the last one? To, uh, the second part of Infinity War. Uh, Endgame. Whatever. Endgame. I, Endgame. 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 I, Endgame. I see. I, that's the thing. I don't even remember what they're called. I'm I'm so bad as like I don't really watch movies and But that's the thing, like I rem I remember a time when I would watch a movie and to this day I'm like, do you remember that thing and that tiny thing in that movie? Like I don't know, the butterfly effect or the machinist or uh, Mr. Nobody. Mr. No well, I didn't like that one because it had like Jared Leto. It was good. Okay. It's just I don't I didn't like his character. I right. Jared Leto's an amazing musician. I've seen him live. He's amazing. But I don't think he's a great actor. I do not think. I never actor. thought about it. I saw Mister Nobody. I had no idea who Jared Leto was. So it was just a guy, and I looked at it as a, as a character. What was it? He played a Mister Nobody, and then he played in he played in something else. And I remember specifically. So it was Jared Leto playing two different things, and I remember specifically that he had the exact same laugh, like in Mister Nobody, that ah 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 thing. Joker. No, he didn't play Joker. That was Heath Ledger. 
Oh, yeah. No, he played in... I can't remember what he played in, but it was the same. Like, oh, it's him. And then he had the same laugh. And I'm like, that doesn't... That... What? That... What? That's a different character. Why? He's, it's just... It It wasn't Jared Leto playing something. It was just... It, so it wasn't Mr. Nobody. It was Jared Leto playing a guy, you know? That's... that's the okay, thing. it's just ba basically Dwayne Johnson playing himself in every movie. Exactly. It's yeah, like Okay, that. fair, it's, but then... Should this actually stop you from enjoying a movie just because he has limited act actoring skills? No, no. But I mean, wasn't Mr. Nobody basically the plot of The Fountain mm. with Hugh Jackman and the lady, I can't remember her name, famous actress. Which was The Fountain? The Fountain is the one with three different timelines, whoop-de-doo. Uh, it's about love. It's the timeline with the Spanish invasion of america and then the other timeline was like the present day where the girl character has cancer and then the third timeline was in like the distant future where he's in a he's bald and he's in a big glass ball with a tree and the woman was the tree and he's going into like a into like a black hole or something or like a supernova it's three different timelines yeah, and all I, of them are about love i don't i'm not sure if i see saw the movie It's what really I do remember sad. is if anybody likes to see really good critiques about movies, mm -hmm. I can recommend like Stories of Old, the YouTube channel. Stories of Old. Like Stories go. of Old. Like Stories of Old. Like Stories of Old. It's right. really Shout good. Shout out to them. Yeah, I really love that guy. All He's right. like this guy with like really soft voice just talking about <laughs> really good motifs that are going into movies, but not okay. movies like you would never think about being mm -hmm. uh, criticized that big. Okay. Uh, there was this one... With Mel Gibson, and okay. uh, I don't remember the name of the of the movie, but it was something with weird stuff happening in in a city. He was a priest, I think. Wow. Okay. His wife dies in the beginning. Okay. In a car crash. Spoiler alert. I mean, <laughs> it's right okay. in the beginning. Yeah, it's right in the beginning, and then weird stuff happens during the movie. Let's not really spoil them, but mm -hmm. it goes into like the guy, the priest, going through. An existential crisis if he really has faith in God, if not, and then oh, a lot good. of things just fit into place really good. The movie, when you see it, is it, I saw it a really long time ago when it's just like a generic meh movie. Mm -hmm. But then when you see this guy and he puts everything together, like, oh shit, that's okay. a whole different perspective. So, yeah, like stories of old. All right, check it out, people. Definitely. But yeah, so back to the original point. Um, Remember when movies used to be good? Because <laughs> I go to Marvel movies and it's like, at that time, it's like, oh, it's so cool in the plot and oh my God, so much action and boom, explosions and the adventure and like, whoa, plot twists and stuff. And then I, I leave the theater and a week later, I forget 80% of the movie. I'm like, oh, it was about that, but I don't remember any particular things. Okay, so maybe, because you sound really like a hate boy right now, <laughs> uh, give us an example of a good movie. It just did. The Machinist. The Machinist. The Butterfly Effect the first one. Okay, why? It, it didn't have big bad boy explosions that just kind of take away from the a good plot. I don't know. I don't know. I never... I don't think I can compare them. Well, don't compare them. Just say why it was a good movie. I guess I like them because they're psychological dramas and they're my they're my favorite kind of movies. <laughs> okay. I'm not shitting on on the like any movie for for anyone. I know people have different tastes. It's just like for me particularly like the Marvel movies are fine, but they're just fine. They're not I'm not going to remember them 10 years down the line. 
because I, I remember talking to you at some point and I think one of the movies we really agreed upon that was it was really good it was Into the Wild right oh, it's so good that was really good favorite movies man so that, that's where I was trying to go with this because for instance oh, okay. Into the Wild is such a good movie just for the story like it's a really good personal story that's a like, coming of age movie indeed it's like a, the hero's journey never thought of it he as dies a coming of age spoilers but <laughs> <laughs> he just it's still it coming there. of age. It's a coming of age because it's him discovering himself, and at the end, he's like, "Oh, actually, it's not about running away and living in the woodlands. It's about sharing what makes you happy, whatever that is." And it's like, "Oh, that's kind of." Dumb. I you already spoiled it. Like I, I remember like having that one quote at the end when he writes it in, in the noble like happiness. So it's only real if if shared. That's, that's, that's the, the quote. That's the quote. And that's what I wanted to go with this also okay. because you said it's in these movies, in Marvel movies, there's nothing that you remember out of it. Yeah. But then here we there's are. nothing memorable. Yeah, we both know this quote. This exactly, quote. exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then, so my favorite movie, my second favorite movie is Into the Wild. My third one's The Dark Knight. But my first one's uh, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Uh, the okay. newer one, the 2011 one, I think, or 2012, 2011, something like that. It's with Ben Stiller ironically which is was never really a favorite actor of mine because he plays in stupid comedies which which yeah. are good or whatever zoolander or we all remember like zoolander yeah yeah and, and meet the fuckers and stuff but um in that that movie it's not a comedy it's it's a really nice a very good coming of age movie and i guess maybe i'm just more fine-tuned to those kind of movies because they're into the wild and walter Mitty are not psychological dramas but they're still about overcoming something because like walter mitty is about guy who's like summary guy in his i guess 40s who never really got to live his life because his dad died or something so he had to like get a job and provide for the family Mm -hmm. and then at some point something happens uh without spoiling it too much something happens and he has to go on his wild crazy journey across the world in like iceland and greenland and like the whatever some arabic countries in like southeast well no southwest i guess asia or some shit in like the himalayas and stuff like that and he has to go for all these things and he he kind of rediscovers who he is and who he was and whatever and it's just it's so good it's so to me that's i don't know maybe it's just fine-tuned to me personally that i like those i think so because just saying that it it's because they're overcoming something like that's every movie ever that's every story yeah. ever you need a I mean, conflict yeah, exactly. that you need to resolve otherwise where's the story exactly yeah but like but i think like maybe this always this i can really see this tying into the existential dread that you're suffering with because you really suffer like what is the meaning of life what am i doing with my life and what's Keeps the meaning me up of awake at night exactly every so night. i'm thinking probably this is why you love these movies because they just scratch a particular each you're having yeah but um, what was it so was it infinity game was it I keep calling it Infinity Game. What's Infinity Game? I don't know. I don't know what Infinity Infinity Wars. Infinity War? I'm not sure if it's a thing. Infinity. Infinity the one where Thanos comes into play. Not the yeah. last one, not Endgame, but the one before that. Infinity War. Infinity War, whatever. So that, that's the wasn't that the one where they presented his motif of like why he's doing this and that actually because I remember there was a wisecrack or something video about it where they're um they're like the morals of Thanos. Yeah, exactly. Like if, it's, if actually, he's actually good or a bad guy, sympathize with the bad guy because he actually has good ideals. He's just applying them wrong and shit like that. And but even then, like that's that's the overcoming bit, right? It's, people are like the main characters are trying to overcome that obstacle of him trying to fuck up everyone for his crazy ideal goal. Even that wasn't that memorable. It's like 
Because because the movie isn't about that. That's the thing. Like they introduced that, and that is deep. I'll give you that. But the movie's not about that. I mean, come on. The movie's about the fucking memes, and it's about Ratchet and Clank, fucking raccoon, trash panda shit, and I, <laughs> I'm fucking Baby Captain America, and we're all pussies and fighting against each other. We're like, oh, civil war and shit like that. It's not. I mean. Yeah, okay, well, I'll give you that. They, they, they did try to have... They, you have to appreciate that they did try to have a good moral debate. In, Definitely, 100%. The problem is that movie is not the means to uh, send this to the audience because you cannot really face every single Avenger as the bad guy. Nobody can get behind that idea. Yeah. But, for instance, oh, somewhere when this idea was actually better portrayed than I think I told you about... I think it was The Last of Us, the game, the second uh, game. Yeah, you told me something about that, yeah. Yeah, so, the quick... Long story short, in the first game, you have this two characters. It's an old guy and a young girl, and they're surviving a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, spoilers, uh, by the end of it, the girl is found out that she has some genetic quirks, that she is immune to the zombie virus. So they need to open her head up. What to, the hell? Yeah, they need to. It's something in, their, in her brain they need to study that. So they basically need to kill her in order to find some sort of cure or vaccine. Why wouldn't they need to just study their the girl's blood? Surely, why? Moral debate. There's this living being that is immune to this thing. Let's kill her and then study her brain. What the fuck is the point of that? You need, I'm just splitting hairs. You need a conflict. Yeah, I'm just splitting hairs. Just don't think. Go, yeah. then don't, the, 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 just, don't overthink it. Okay. Okay. So the guy just runs with with the girl, kills all the scientists that wanted to kill her, and that's Mm -hmm. the end of the first game. Now, in the second game, the action is 10 years in the future. Okay. The girl is a young woman right now, or, yeah, a woman. Young adult, whatever. Exactly. And you play as her for, like, an hour, and everybody loves this girl at this point, right? You Mm -hmm. spend the whole game just knowing her story, then you you see her now grown up, and you're really invested. Mm -hmm. And you're side. You You are on her side. Obviously. But then the game just flips everything on the player's head by having you spend, I think, 10 hours playing as the antagonist, Mm -hmm. which is basically uh, the daughter of one of the scientists that was killed in the first game. Okay. So basically you play most of the game trying to kill the main character character that you love. Okay. And this, the whole thing is just, so you have to spend the time in the shoes of the other side and the whole thing is just a reflection upon empathy mm-hmm. and which one actually has the good side. And here you can actually do this thing because it's not that big of a moral jump, moral leap. Okay. Just saying every single Avenger is the bad guy right now. You cannot get behind that idea. It's a bit too much. Okay. Expecting too much from the audience. Right. And this game has so much mixed... Uh, um, how do you call it? When it's something is received? Uh, mixed reviews? Well, let's say like mixed feelings. Everybody has so much, so many mixed feelings oh, okay. because everybody hated just this idea of spending time in the shoes of the bad guy. Right. So that's what I'm trying that's to say. Inter- that's an interesting concept, though. It, it, it is. It actually is. But Marvel movies is not the way. It's not the place to do this. No, it's not. But like, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just blaming Hollywood, man, because I'm guessing they wanted to make the movie appeal to everyone, so they just had to mix in deep, amazing plot with funny memes and com- comedic relief and shit like that so i'm just blaming it i don't know <laughs> well they have a formula and they respect it yeah yeah so i that, guess that. i mean shit dude they're rich as hell and they're making a lot of money off the movie so my opinion really doesn't matter it's just i i don't know i think the one that i hated the most was the second spider-man the second 
of which trilogy? Uh, the, this, the, the current one, the, the Homecoming the or whatever it's called. Okay, with the young Spider-Man. With uh, Mysterio, with Jack Dylan Hall okay, I Mysterio. never saw that movie. Okay, I hated it. <laughs> you hated because, it. Because the main plot was, was, was great. It was fine. I didn't have a problem with that. It was, it was cool. Plot twist. It was great. It's just you have this kid who is, I don't know, in... In the first movies where he played in, like the first Spider-Man or whatever, and in the Marvel, the, the like the Avenger movies where he appeared, he was a kid, but they didn't portray him as like a stupid teenager who just happens to have these powers. They gave him a little bit of a moral compass, like he sided with with Tony Stark and like he fought, he clearly knows how to fight and shit like that, so he can assess situations and use his moral compass and whatever. And in this movie, they just made him a really angsty, dumb teenager because the main plot starts with him being an idiot and giving the glasses to, to Mysterio or whatever. And that that's not even the worst part. The worst part is that he's a superhero fighting giant monsters so and, and being cool on camera, right? Like they're taking photos of him. He's like, yeah, oh, exactly. God, I'm Spider-Man. Hey, what's up? I'm, you know, confidence. And then he goes to fucking Mary Jane or whatever her name is. And he's like, oh, uh, uh, can I ask you out and stuff? And it's like, that's, I I cannot, that is so hard to believe that's realistic in any way. It isn't, but it makes it more, um, I'm missing the word again. You can empathize more with, with the guy. Right. You, you can, but that's stupid because you're just, he's either an awkward teenager and then he goes you know, who has superpowers and probably because he's awkward and shy, he's too afraid to use them or does, or he's clunky with them. Or he's a confident superhero and then he's also somewhat confident in real life. He can't just, there's like the whole, the whole scene where she's like, oh, hey, so what's up? And he's like, oh, um, uh, 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 and he's looking left or right and shit. And it's like, that's so, yeah, but that, it's, come on, dude, it's, I cannot relate to that. Just remember who the target audience for that movie is. It's for kids. Yeah, that's why. That's okay. why. That's why. So, so I, I feel like we, we we've cheated on on Marvel <laughs> way way too much already. Okay. What do you think about the invention of of Fly? If that's the correct name of the movie, invention the, of Fly. The one with the uh, British guy from The Office UK. Wow. Okay, <laughs> yeah. right there. That's the one with too obscure God, for me. What's his name? Ricky Gervais. Yeah, I think it's that one. The, it's, it's, I've seen it recently. It's, actually. it's recently, yeah. Well, I mean, like two so months ago. Just, just let's make sure that we're talking about the movies. It's this world where everybody says exactly what truth, they mean, like, like, painfully true. Yes. And then this guy, he finds out he can actually lie. Yeah, he randomly there's like a close up of his brain and there's a synapse, and he's like, "Oh, I can say things that are not." So, and then he's friends with the guy and he's like, oh, this thing. And everyone believes him. So he just keeps saying shit. And then he falls in love with this woman and then he lies to be with her or something. And then they all believe it. Yeah, I remember it. I actually don't remember. So I don't, I saw the movie a long time ago. Yeah, I've seen it like two, three months ago. That's why it's I, I don't think the, the actual plot of it was really that good. If you just look at it, it's just a guy lying. It's like a good comedy. It's a, it's a romantic comedy. Exactly. So it's not really that memorable. But the idea at the end of it, when he ties everything out to religion, Oh, exactly. I can't remember exactly, but he like becomes a prophet. He tells them what God is or something. Yeah, basically, right? basically, I think it was his mother or his grandmother who's uh, on his deathbed, oh, and yeah. she was afraid of dying. And she he starts telling her that there's this cool place in the clouds oh, where you have yeah. a house well prepared for you, and everybody you know it's already there, and there's poppies and whatnot. And I think someone overhears the conversation, exactly, and, and everybody wants like to know about really this. rich and popular issue exactly. because of that. Because oh, you know what happens when you die. 
And then he makes up all this shit. Yeah, I don't. What's what was the the point you're trying to get to with that? I'm just trying to switch the focus from generic corporate. No, no, no. Movies yeah, yeah, no. To more of a meaningful story, right? And asking your opinion about it because you have been shitting on Marvel way too much already. <laughs> let's go on. Yeah, no, no. But like, let's which part other of positive. which part of that movie? Well, obviously the the ending of it, like. Yeah, but I don't remember exactly what happened. It's I can't this, remember what like, the what the conclusion was. It's just that. It's just that he lied and he made religion and people were happy, but he lied. Oh my God. Why do you want to get me into talking about religion? <laughs> <laughs> because we have a podcast called Tangents and uh, we promise people more shit. intellectual stuff that we're going to talk about. I am a atheist and I don't like religion. I respect people who are religious because I don't care as long as they don't uh, shove it down my throat. I don't really care about it. I, everyone's free to believe what they want. You, you subscribe to that one idea that religions should be like dicks, right? <laughs> what? You don't know that one? No. Like religion, religions should always be uh, treated as dicks, like penises. Like everybody, Elaborate. Everybody should have one. Everybody should be proud of having one. It could be a small one. It could be a big one. But you should not shove it in my face, especially uh, not my child's face. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, so. Okay. For those who don't know, I used to be very religious. I used to be so religious that, well, I grew up in a village by my grandparents, right? So they brought me up. I used to be so religious that the, when, like, you know, when you ask a kid, what's the, what do you, hey, Timmy, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you're like, oh, I want to be an airplane conductor or whatever. Mine was a priest because my grandma would take me to church, take me to church every, <laughs> every Sunday. Um, and I was, I guess, fascinated about it. I was like, I want to be a priest when I grow up. That's why you actually look like a priest in Thanks. college. You did. But then the second thing I wanted to be was an actor. A lot of cartoons and TVs and shit, uh, the TV shows and, and movies. And I was like, I want to be an actor. And my parents were like, well, that's very far away from a priest. But whatever makes happy. It's not that really that far away. Yeah, so. I was. And also, I was so religious that up until I was... 16 or 17 which is 10th 12th grade here in romania i used to sing in a church choir Ooh. so when i talk church i mean a christian orthodox like greek slash russian orthodox for people who don't know what that is yeah but i think most of us have have this some some religious aspect to our upbringing so like i remember yeah. having i don't know how long of a period was that but i remember before going to sleep i would always say like three prayers Yes. Ex oh my God. I forgot I used to do that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And because they told you you're supposed to do that. So I remember, well, go on. Okay. Wait, this idea just popped in. I mean, obviously it sounds stupid, right? And I think about it being a stupid thing. I was, just a, was just a kid, just a kid um, <laughs> uh -huh. listening to not uh -huh. parents, but authority. But what if, <laughs> hear me out. What if, <laughs> Yo, what if, dude. what if this thing just prepares you of doing routine stuff like like every self-development thing every good habit you want to do is just imposing good habits today's guest on the episode jordan peterson <laughs> uh um i don't know i, I don't i'm really really proud of myself just uh praying every night just for the sake of it i was so doing it mechanically you do a thing consistently every day and gets you in a sort of brain routine brain routine more conscious about you have to do this thing to get this outcome in the future mm -hmm. what well, no, it's like basically like i don't br brushing your teeth 
See, the, the fact that you said doing this thing to have an outcome in the future just completely short-circuited my brain to do anything with religion because, in my opinion, it doesn't. religion doesn't prepare you for anything. No, it religion. doesn't. It definitely doesn't. It religion, doesn't. religion is just like, we know all the answers. Keep praying for no outcome just so you pray because that's what you have to do. Yeah, but I'm not so talking... You're not praying. I mean, I don't know. I'm definitely not talking about religion as a mindset or whatnot, but just the idea of going through the motions, like spinning the no, wheels. I know what you mean. I don't mean... Right. I don't know. I never thought about that. Me neither. Just just mm. popped up. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I think about that. I'll 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 think about it and I'll um, get back to you on that. Okay. Maybe later. Have you um, call my people? Yeah. But what I was gonna say is that I I used to be religious, and I remember specifically um, right in between. So when you finish high school here, you do a baccalaureate exam. Yeah. And then the university I applied to initially had to do an admission exam. And it was like two free weeks in between them back in 2012, 2011. Um, and I remember specifically, it was after I got my baccalaureate exam and results and everything. And before taking the admissions exam, I remember specifically, there was one day I just kind of looked up and, you know, you were praying as well as studying to, to, to pass your exams and shit. And I remember... Not really, but yeah. Well, whatever, dude. I was very religious. <laughs> And I remember looking up and thinking, you know what? Um, I'll, I wonder what happens if I don't pray. I'm not going to pray. And I see what happens. I'm not going to pray for a while. Uh, and I'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. And I remember specifically a few weeks down the line, I'm like, nothing, nothing bad happened. happened. It's not yeah. about nothing bad. It's just literally there is no difference. There is literally no difference. The only difference there is maybe is that now I have more time during the day because I'm not wasting it either praying or thinking about god or worrying that if i did that or if i do this or oh my god he's gonna punish me or blah, 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 or oh, bad thoughts get them out of my head and shit and i suddenly had more time to do things and less anxiety about things and just you know yeah i do it's that that was my first impact and then i discovered richard dawkins and christopher hitchens and i'm like oh okay new lease on life <laughs> What are their opinions? What was the message between these two guys? Well, at that time, I particularly like Christopher Hitchens because, okay, Richard Dawkins is a bit more mild because he's like, okay, let's talk about religion. They're beautiful stories in the Bible and they're great as stories, but none of them are real because scientific fact. Because he's a biologist or some shit. Okay, he so wrote about science-based kind of exactly. opinions about, yeah. Christopher Hitchens was a journalist who smoked a lot and drank a lot of whiskey and he died of throat cancer. <laughs> Uh, and he was Figures. very aggressive about this. He was he was what he would call a anti theist. Okay. So you have an atheist. You have an you have an people who don't know an agnostic is someone who is not sure. So no, there are four like quadrants. You have an agnostic theist, which is someone who doesn't believe in God but thinks there's something out there. Who doesn't know if there exists one. If there, he's not sure if there, if there, if there is a God, but he wants there to be a God. So okay. theist, an agnostic anti-theist is someone who doesn't believe, but also doesn't know. Yeah. And then you have an uh, agnostic theist, which is someone who wants there to be one and believes in one. An agnostic anti-theist or whatever, who is someone who wants to, but doesn't think there is or some shit like that. You, you can do the, you can do the two by two. But then there's the anti-theist, which is irregardless of whether there is or there is not, he thought it was a bad idea for there to be one. 
and that's where I stand now. Okay, and because I've been standing for usually many years. That, that's the main argument for religion. I always heard if just in case there is no God out there, mm -hmm. that's fine. Yeah. But if there is one and you have not been religious, you're screwed. Yeah. So that's, that's the main I, argument. That, I saw hear. that. There's a quote. There's that, that, that thing is a quote and I saw it like yesterday, I think on Instagram. It's like, if, if there isn't one and you don't no, if there is one and you, and you, and you pray or whatever, and you believe, then that's great. But if, if there is one and you didn't, then you're screwed. So might as well just do it. And I'm like, well, no, <laughs> my opinion. I don't know. I just, I don't care what people think. People can believe whatever they want and that's fine. And I'm happy to be friends with anyone of any religion as long as they're not adamant or douchebags about it. And we can even discuss about it. We can I'm happy to it. discuss about it. Exactly. It's just in my personal, like, as well as someone who is religious, his personal view is that there is and that they see it through God's eyes or whatever. My personal belief is that I don't, I personally, like, honestly don't know if there is or there isn't. But I really, really hope there is not because... I don't know, Christopher Hitchens had a bunch of videos about this where it's just like, he's comparing it to North Korea, but like the highlight North of the... North Korea? Yeah, because okay. he sees everything Go you on. do. He sees every time you masturbate. He sees everyone you have sex with. He's, he's in your mind. He sees everything you think about. He, he's there. He's big brother. But then I love how he makes this joke that like, but at least you can die and fucking leave North Korea. <laughs> because in his words, it's like, and when you die, and that's when the fun begins, because there's an infinite amount of time that's of torture yeah, or whatever, okay. and, you know, mind control and shit like that. But he's like, at least you can die and fucking leave North Korea. <laughs> did, did I ever tell you what was my personal hope that will happen after you die? Mm, no. Because... No, you never told me this. No, did I? No. Okay. I don't think so. This is a good, good a time as any. It's a perfect time. So I have like... We're doing this, a podcast, remember? Yeah, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> we are recording a podcast as we speak. Uh, I have this like general background. I know a couple of things about most religions. Yeah. And they all kind of say the most of the same thing. Mm -hmm. Then you have everything else that goes into the mindfulness genre of things, the spirituality thing, magics mm -hmm. of it, and all, all the other stuff. Yeah. And basically everything ties in together at some common denominator. Mm -hmm. We'll get into that at some point, I promise. Yeah. And the only hope i really have of you're that you die you're dead it's all fun everything that was fun in games is now over mm -hmm. but you get to this place or this state or whatever yep. because probably you're not matter but you just know you finally got to a place when you have all the answers oh that's the only thing i hope wasn't that or, the egg or something not really the egg is is kind of similar because that one is like the egg is, was a really not not one says turning point for me when I got to read it, but like mm -hmm. a really formative one because mm -hmm. it really shaped the way I see and I think about life in general. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really want to talk about it to spoil the whole story. Read it. It's really short. It's Andy like, Weir, the egg. Yeah. And it's, it's one, a one pager. If you don't want to read, if you're that lazy, there's a Kurt Kazak video about it. Oh uh, yeah, there is. It's better if you read it, but yeah, there's a Kurt Kazak video about it. Yeah. Just do that. Shout out to Kurt Kazak. It's really good. But the way they, they turn it, that how can I talk about this without spoiling it? Don't I can pause the podcast, read the story, <laughs> oh, and wow. get back here. We're at that point. Okay. Okay. Um, and basically, the main idea of it is you have this... So I'm going to spoil it. Okay, let's spoil it. Yeah, fuck it. So I ha you have this guy who dies. He's a physicist or whatever. He meets God. 
he explains everything and then he tells him he's gonna send him back so basically the question he has is okay so the buddhists were right and we are reincarnating and he says i'm like yeah almost but not really and then it goes like so where are you sending me and he said you're gonna be a i think it's a young girl in a peasant family somewhere in medieval china i thought you weren't gonna spoil it I just said I'm going to spoil it. Oh. I told people, just pause it, read it. It's short. It's like five minutes and then come back. Okay. Don't tell them the whole story. <laughs> no, it's just that's the one okay. thing I want to jump from. And basically just explain them that they every life that is on earth, it's you just in different iterations and everything that you're doing, you're doing to yourself and everything that has been done to you is done by you. You're right. And the whole thing about being inside an egg the, the planet is basically one giant egg when you develop as a you're the not the infant the fetus. embryo the fetus uh, transforming yourself into a god and once you reach the whole experience of every single person that will live on this planet then you can start as a newborn god that's so cool it is cool and there's a couple other stories that tie into this one but yeah maybe for the next podcast yeah so where do we start on that Religion, uh, yeah. the movie, Marvel. <laughs> no, you were going to say something about the egg. <laughs> I just told that that was a really formative point for me, and this is how the exact this is my overall view on life, mm-hmm. right? So just the main purpose uh, of it is not. Oh, ne- oh, yeah, you mentioned like what you thought for many years it's going to happen after. Yeah, that. so you just know everything. Yeah, and just for for the egg thing is, as opposed to main the popular opinion that you're supposed to leave some sort of a legacy behind you uh, i see more life as just getting more experiences mm-hmm. and just if you want to if you want a quick uh not soundbite but just one phrase about it like if you ever have a decision to do in life just ask yourself which one would make the cooler story <laughs> wow yeah do you want to end it on that note yeah we could we could we could that's a cool thing I was going to go into another huge tangent on that, but I luckily I forgot it. And we're also out of time. <laughs> yeah, we're also out of time. Um, but yeah, that's cool, dude. That's that's a cool outlook. I just think that you die and then that's it. Hopefully not. <laughs> Probably is. Hopefully I not. Make the most of what you got, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all the time we have for this podcast. Um, see you next time. See you next time. Any closing words? Uh, yes. Should. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I People... just didn't want to say no like you did last time. Okay, I see. Okay, <laughs> then let me um, do it for last time. People, remember you're going to die and just enjoy movies. Oh, boy. Okay, <laughs> bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye-bye.